G'day and welcome to the Beyond the Message podcast. It's great to have you here listening today. My name is Lockie. I'm the host of this experience and really my job is to help guide those 167 hours beyond Sunday or beyond the message that you can grow your faith all throughout the week. Today, Chris and I sit down and we chat through part two of the How to Get What You Really Want series. It's a bit of a tongue twister, but today's episode is really cool because on Sunday, Chris said that we will never get what we really want until we discover what we really value. And our four Monday for that message was simply to ask yourself, what do I really want? Now, it's it's a big question. So this podcast is aimed to be super practical, where we're going to ask four questions of the four Monday so that you can begin to work out what you really want and discover what you really value. We hope that you enjoy this episode and also get a lot of value out of it. We are almost probably 40 episodes into the Beyond the Message podcast. Yeah, how good. And this is the first time we've sat down in the same room to record this. It is too. Isn't this weird? Yeah. You're a real person. I just see you so much I forget that like we haven't sat down and recorded these. Yeah, no, we normally... Record it in the comfort of our own home. Yeah. In the comfort of our own home clothes as well, Chris. Um, yep, definitely. Pajamas have been worn in the recording of this. Yes, but you wouldn't know. It's a, I have no it's, idea. It's made for an audio experience, right? It is. It is exactly right. That's good. Anyway, how are you doing today? I'm good, man. How are you? Uh, yeah, just great. You know, just getting into the year. And I, I'm learning about how to get what I really want. Yeah. We so all are. Can <laughs> can't have a bad time, man. Um, yeah, Connect Sunday. I just wanted to talk about that really quickly. Mm, let's. We had Connect Sunday. On it went Sunday. off. It did. Um, so I don't know if you're the person to talk about it. I'm almost the better person to talk about you it. You are probably the better. How did you feel Connect Sunday? I, went? I thought it was awesome. You know, we were just reflecting before we started recording that there are just names and people popping through that we can't wait to connect into a mm. Connect group. And that's yeah. the whole point of this. And um, we just want to let you know, if you're not in a Connect group, now is the time to jump onto the website www.beyondchurch.com.au forward slash new I believe is the page or forward slash join a group or forward better. slash it's sick <laughs> um, and join a group it's going to be awesome so um, you can join a group and we will get in touch with you and that's just the best place to do it so yeah that was just a, a great reflection from Sunday's events I'm really excited for Sunday and uh, what, what excited me the most is I was looking on the back end of the website um getting ready those details and getting so people could be followed up and I was like half of these people I don't even know who they are yeah which is great which is great it means that we're inviting people it means we're reaching more people and I'm so stoked yeah for those people to experience what group life is like and and yeah so keen well let's get into this week's Mm. episode of part two of how to get what you really want I'm learning how to say it a little bit better now um, but the acronym really, is horrible. It is. It just, H-T-G-W-Y-R-W. P2 is, yeah. is now, we're at part two. Uh, it's shocking. Um, but Chris, I kind of mentioned in the intro a bit of the bottom line and mm. the four Monday, but I wanted to get straight into it by talking about this thing that you mentioned called shiny object syndrome. Yep. Uh, one that I'm quite familiar with. And I'm sure you are too. <laughs> yep. uh, but I want to probably give you the opportunity to just recap that Kindle, yeah. that syndrome. But I also want to ask, is that a natural condition or is it something that we're born with? Is it nature? Is it nurture? Uh, where does this thing come from? That went, you went hard. This is like straight away. Straight away. We're straight in. Straight into it. I actually think it's a natural condition within all of us. And the, the only reason I say, well, maybe I should say what shiny object syndrome is first. Shiny object syndrome is this idea 
Um, and someone else has probably got a better better name for it. But I think it's this idea that within all of us, there's these things that we really value. And we say, hey, you know what? I really value, it might be physical fitness. I really value spending time with my family. I really value maybe time alone with God. But then we set out and we want to do those things. But then along the way, we get distracted. And, um, and I gave the example on the weekend of like, if I drive past McDonald's, it is an internal conflict in my mind. Like, don't pull in, don't pull in, don't pull in, don't pull in. <laughs> don't do it. <clears throat> Please don't do it again, Chris. This is just, this is a little behind the scenes for our listeners. Let's be on the message. So we, we be on the message. leave behind the scenes. I we? need to be honest and say that after Sundays, nights, after the 6 p.m., I went and got McDonald's. It's okay. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, it's I just needed to confess that because... I said to I said to my, Emma after the service I was like are you going out for dinner? She's like they'd been at the WAFL all afternoon. She's like no I'm tired I'm going to I'm going home I'm going to bed. I was like well what am I going to do? Yeah. And she's like well you have to sort yourself out. I was like well, don't make me do that. I'll get McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs> and you did. <laughs> and I did. Double quarter pounder. I did. With the I did. No. I oh no. I now I've upgraded to a double quarter pounder with a Big Mac. With the Big Mac. Yeah. But right. but I didn't get that Sunday night. No. I just got a large quarter pounder. Good. With a hot fudge sundae. That's okay. Little dessert. That's okay. Little dessert. That's all right. Would you say that's your current big shiny, shiny object? Like, that's the big one that's uh, in the road? Yeah, that's yeah, that's probably it. Yeah, yeah. like physical. I'm trying to get get better at physical health this year. Very good. Be a little bit more disciplined around that. So there are some, there's some shiny objects. And I think like, yeah, back to the actual podcast. Um, I think that's just natural of a lot of people, you know, like we want to have a plan for our finances, but then it's kind of like, it just seems like, oh, okay, well, at the same time as I want to get these finances, I also want to buy that new iPhone. New I, shoes. I also yeah. want new shoes. I want a new cap, like, uh, yeah, the car needs upgrading, all that sort of stuff. And the same thing, like, hey, I really want to be, I don't know what it is. Maybe I want, I want to figure out um, my career path or whatever. And along the way, it's kind of like I get distracted by, you know, this opportunity or this opportunity, or maybe it's like, I really want to be in a group and I really want to make a commitment to a group. But then every Monday night or Tuesday night or Wednesday night, it's like, oh, I'm going to go to the movies. I'm going to go out oh, to this yeah. person. I, play, I go family dinner and I play touch three nights a week. And, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I don't do that, by the way. I <laughs> clearly do not play touch three times a week. Yeah. So I just think that's like, there's this, yeah, this, this natural part of all of us that kind of distracts us from, from what's most valuable. And, uh, and often it's what we want in the moment. Mm. that pulls us away because you know we see the shiny object like I want that I've got to have it yeah and then we get it and we're like oh man why don't I make that decision yeah I mean the word that naturally comes to mind is discipline that if you mm. have a goal or you have something that's you don't currently have you would then have discipline to get there yeah. um, do you think is this is this all about discipline um, or, or you know I guess further than that like how do we actually then build discipline to go beyond the shiny objects and to live the life or to have the habits that um, you know get us to what we really want. It's a good, it's a good question for me. For me, I think that there's probably two things that oftentimes people will say, and people will write books about and blog about, um, and um, even make podcasts about it. But like, hey, here's the two things that are stopping you from getting what you really want. The first one is like willpower or discipline. And the second one is like information. You know, it's always just like, and there's always that Instagram person that gets up at like 5 a.m. or 3.30 a.m. like every single day and just has a cold <laughs> shower. And then they, yeah, all cool, this, they they live in the middle of Norway and it's like negative 40, yet they're yeah, still yeah. in a freezing cold shower. You just like, got to hustle, bro. You just got to hustle. Yeah, bro. yeah. They're just like, and I just, and then they're like, you just need to be more like me, more willpower, more discipline. Yeah. And then there's that other group 
who are kind of like, you know, the reason you're not doing it is maybe you need more information. You know, you didn't know better, so you couldn't do better. And so I actually think both of those options and both of those ways fall short in a big way. And, um, and Paul talks about it in that letter that he wrote to the Romans where it's like, the t- I call it the tongue twister passage where he's like, you know, I do not understand what I do for the things I want to do, I don't do, and the things I don't do, I want to do. And it's just like... <laughs> you put a beat behind that. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, come on. And there's just... And, and I think in that moment, what Paul is expressing, because anyone who knows Paul and knows Paul's story knows that he was an incredibly disciplined person. Like the laws that he had to keep as a Pharisee, and he was, he was the Pharisee of Pharisees, he was a very disciplined person. But Paul's kind of highlighting that even the most disciplined people struggle with this because there seems to be something fundamentally broken about the human condition and about human nature that no matter how disciplined we are, no matter how much willpower we have, uh, we just can't seem to do what it is that we want, uh, that we want to do. And so I think it's um, I think it's more than that. I think that there's actually like our, our human condition is broken, and that's what um, we would refer to as sin, mm. like our sinful nature, and that something happened. You know, whether you take the story in Genesis one to three literally or figuratively as a story, that one of the themes in that story is that humanity is ruptured and broken its relationship with God. Yeah. And so that therefore, because we've broken our relationship and we've broken um, the way in which we're originally designed, there's something now fundamentally broken yep. about our human nature and our human condition so taking that one step further are you kind of just assuring us that this series is not just like be better be more disciplined like there's actually a deeper level in which i think a lot of that kind of writing and thought and podcasts around like mm. in the business world and self-help and very like gary v is just like be better um is this like podcast or is this whole series really aimed at that level of like be more disciplined or is it actually just trying to take us a step below the surface of that yeah, the whole series is, it's, it's a step below the surface because I actually don't think the, the be better approach works in the long term. I don't think the be, you know, be better and try harder, um, get more information, I don't think it works in the long term. And the reason, the reason why is, I'm not saying those things can't be helpful because I, I think they can, but oftentimes we actually don't know what we value and we don't know what we want, right? Because like we said, our human nature goes for these shiny objects and it goes for these things in the moment. But below the surface when we start to actually ask those questions well why is it that i want all of these things you know is there is there an unmet need uh, unmet need there we go tongue twister is there an unmet need that i have that makes me want to pursue those things is there something below that that maybe i deeply value or i deeply learn yearn for um that makes me pursue after these things then we start to get to that level of well what are the things that i value and we'll talk about this in like part three and part four but that kind of actually allows us to see well this is how god has wired us and created us and so understanding those things that we value actually then help us to make decisions in the moment that are not based on wants Mm. and all of a sudden it's not like be better and do better because of it's now i understand what i really want now i understand what god really wants for me so now i make decisions based on that yeah well, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna adapt my next question for you. Okay. Just kind of throw you under the bus. Sure. The, the first question uh, is probably more simple. Um, sorry, it, it's I'm gonna ask a simple yet really complex question. It's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I um, like it. Like, where does Jesus come into this? So, what where, with our values, with what we really want, like, what does Jesus actually have oh. to do with this? 
um, and what can we learn from him or how do we engage with Jesus during this time of discovering what we really want? I think Jesus was someone who knew deeply what he valued and he knew and he and his life was lived um, around the things that he valued. There's one um, example that comes to mind where you know Jesus is um, healing people and he's praying for people and one of the disciples comes up to him and he's like, hey, there's, there's so much more stuff we got to do right now. And Jesus is like, no, we got to leave this town and we got to go to another town because there's more people that haven't heard about this message and and there's all these wants right here, but over there is what's most valuable. And this message, we need to keep doing this. And so Jesus constantly throughout his life, and I think the Sermon on the Mount is a great example of that. Jesus points towards valuable things. Jesus points towards the really important um, things and he ordered his life in that way i think if jesus did what he wanted i don't think he would have died on the cross <laughs> sorry guys just gonna dip from this one yeah yeah guys i'm out uh, yeah um and i think i think also when you look at and you actually study the life of jesus you see that even the way jesus went about his day-to-day life was structured around the things that he really valued um you know, there's one really prominent example that jumps to mind is that Jesus was up really late one night um, ministering to some people and then he would have probably got two or three hours sleep and then he was up in the early hours of the morning to go away and be quiet with God. Why? Because he valued, that was something he's like, this is what I value. And so even if I'm sleep deprived, even if things have gotten in the way, I'm going to keep doing this because it's what I, what I value. And so I think Jesus is a prime model for someone who lived a value-driven life and just didn't kind of give in to the wants yeah. of the moment. And, and further to that, like, is that boring? Is living a, a value-driven you know, value life or living the life that <clears throat> Jesus lived, is that boring? Do, do you get freedom? Do you get flexibility to do the things that you want? Uh, I don't know. It just sounds very... Like, I don't know if anyone listening is like, oh, wow, the first thing I'd want to do after being out all night is get up and pray. Yeah. Uh, even earlier than I was going to get yeah. up. Like, my alarm just doesn't do that. Um, <laughs> You know, is I, I don't know. I'm just I'm wrestling myself. Like, is that boring? Is there freedom in that? Yeah, that's a that's a good question. One of the one of the things that I would say is I would no, it's not boring. I actually don't think Jesus is a buzzkill. And the reason I say that is because I actually I actually don't think. And, and maybe I'm just speaking. I'm speaking from personal experience, and maybe I'm over extrapolating here. So that's okay. People can disagree. But I just have this. I just believe that not enough people know what they really want. And so we say like, oh, yeah, no, I know what I want. And then six months later, we change our minds. We say, no, this is the relationship for me. And then like two weeks later, it's like over, you know? And so I think there's this, this culturally, we're all like, hey, this, you want 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 this. And so far greater than that, I think Jesus is constantly in his teachings pointing us beyond, hey, don't just focus on what you want now. Focus on what you really want. In other words, what you really value. And in doing so, you'll actually live a life that has way less regrets because you won't do stuff in the moment where you kind of get to and you're like, oh, why did I, why did I date him? Why did I date her? Why did I, why did I get myself into this debt? Why did I go down this career path? Why did I, you know, and it's not that you won't have those regrets because we're human, but I think you will live with fewer regrets. Yeah if you really quickly figure out, hey, these are the things I value because that's what you want all along. Yeah, That's what you really want all along. And these wants for you're jumping from are just uh, something you haven't examined on a deeper level. Yeah, and I think we, like when you learn to follow Jesus, you, I guess, have more time and ability to uh, not make those mistakes. Like that's kind of my, my definite um, reflection on that. I've been on both sides of the fence there. And I think as well, if you're listening... And you're wondering like, oh, that is me. I, I also want to 
encourage you because mm. we live in a culture where everything is being pushed on you so hard. Like advertising is just like propaganda that is just trying to get you to want more and do more things. So it's probably not a wonder that um, you might have some debt or you're not as healthy as you'd like to be because that's what the message that's getting pushed on us all the time. And I think actually just engaging a relationship with Jesus is helping you to um, to get closer to those values and and understanding, like even just engaging that conversation, what do you really want is going to help you a long way to firstly remove those those voices that are just telling you what you want. Yeah, and and I think Jesus Jesus models this so well in his own life, where like the disciples had one idea of what who he was going to be. Like, oh Jesus, you're going to overthrow Rome. You're going to become this king. We're going to ride in on like white horses, and it's going to be great. And we're going to like get all the spoils of victory. And this is what we want for you. And Jesus is like, nope, you missed it. Like, because I value something greater than just becoming a Roman, the, you know, the, or being known in history as the person who usurped Rome. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's good. I feel like a good summary is you kind of said at the start is like, Jesus isn't a buzzkill. If that's all you can leave with this episode is like, yeah. it, that'll take your own time to, to work out what that looks like in your life. Hmm. Uh, I know I'm, I certainly went on a journey of realizing that Jesus wasn't a buzzkill. I hope that everyone listening can go on that same journey too. Yeah. Um, even if you don't believe it yet, it's, it's a little phrase that's helping along the way. <laughs> Um, Chris, really practically to finish, um, how can I best determine what is dragging me away from what I really want? Yeah, that's good. Um, the first thing would be to kind of figure out what it is you really want. So I asked, you know, I kind of gave the little example on the weekend was like, hey, if you don't know what you really want, get a piece of paper, fold it in half, and then at the top of one thing say, um, what do you want? Or, yeah, and just list down all the things you want. And then on the other column at the top put, why do you want that? And then start to kind of understand the deeper level of those wants. Um, and then start to determine, okay, well, if this is what I really want or I have some idea that I think this might be in the ballpark, what are the things that prevent you? And I keep going back to my physical health thing because that's just easy for me to, to grapple with. But, you know, like McDonald's, that drags me away from, <clears throat> from being healthy. Um, you know, certain, um, what, what else? Oh, when, I, you know, when I come home and I just sit on the couch instead of going for a run, those sorts of things drag me away. And for other people, it might be, you know, let's say with your finances, um, it might be that you need to stop subscribing to a certain email because every, or you know, <laughs> or you need to unfollow certain Instagram accounts because yeah. you're always like, every time I see it, I, I buy just, it. I buy it. I yeah. can't help myself. Um, maybe for <clears throat> people who are um, want to make a discipline this year of getting a little bit more regular in their time and spending habits with Jesus and for them, it works best in the morning. Maybe the thing that drags you away is not so much the fact you can't wake up so you stay up till 11 o'clock at night binge watching Netflix. So maybe that's what's dragging you away. Maybe um, if you're a parent, the thing that's dragging you away from being um, at home with your family is you can't say no to your boss. Mm. You know, you just kind of like, oh, every time your boss says something or every time your phone rings, you answer it. Yeah. Um, and so you're in the room, but you're not in the room. And so maybe, yeah, whatever it is. And I think sometimes the best thing to do um, my wife is awesome at this. She's always gives me honest feedback because I'll kind of be like, hey, here's what I want to be. What stops me? And she'll be like, this, 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 these are the things <laughs> Just, that stop me. Here's the list I prepared earlier. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, I think sometimes and um, we like to think like, oh, yeah, no, I know the things that are dragging me away. And then someone is like, you're not really being honest yeah. with yourself. You yeah. kind of need a reality check. So, mm. yeah. Yeah. And I, I've got another kind of example because it, it kind of gets me thinking about competing priorities or competing 
once in our life. Mm. And so I've just had a thought of like, say I wanted a brand new car. Yep. You're looking at like anywhere between, you know, 30, 40 K these days. That's like a fairly big, uh, big expense. Yep. But say you also really wanted to be connected in community. Yep. And if I, I think if you take that, you pair them back and you work out what's behind that. Well, if you wanted to be part of community, that means that you've got to spend less time at work. Like if mm-hmm. you want to be available for your friends and family, <clears throat> that's hours that you're not working. Yep. However, if you've got uh, this new car, $40,000, well, that's hours you've got to work. Yep. And so I think maybe as you write them down, you get really clear about what you do want. The first list might be different to the third list that you draw yep. um, because you realize that, hang on, like those things are just incompatible or in the, the order that they're in are, is not going to work because... Yep. If I pursue this one too far, this one gets lost in the yeah. other way around. And so that's what's actually, that's what's like an extension of that example is to not just do one set of paper, yep. to do it a second time, do it a third yeah. time, fourth time, and to then really work out what's driving. And as well, like you might have a really good reason to buy a new car that's worth 40 grand. You yeah. might need, a, you might be starting a, a landscaping business and need it. Mm-hmm. However, I probably just want to look good for my friends. And so when I, when I look back at the value of that and the, what's behind that, yeah. um, that, you know, priority, I go, yeah, that's probably not going to make the next list. That's a good point that you bring up. Like, I think it is healthy to have a couple of lists because this, it means that you're thinking more deeply and you're kind of really interested and be like, ah, okay, I thought that was why I wanted that. It's really not quite why I wanted that. And something that like, you know, people who are listening might just decide, no, I'm out for this series hearing this, but like something that's really going to frustrate people is in parts three and four, I'm still not going to tell you what you want, <laughs> right? Because I think there's this point with, particularly like a, with a series like this, often what we want is like, okay, tell me what I want. Tell me what I value. And the problem is no one else can answer that for you. You have to answer that for yourself. Like people can give you a diet. People can give you a savings plan. People can give you a workout plan, but you have to execute on it. And so no one can tell you what you value. You have to discover that. And so those multiple iterations of the list kind of are you discovering that and wrestling with it. And if it's challenging and it's hard, that's pretty normal. Yeah. So good. And you can head to the website, I believe. We've got a, a web page set up for this. Yeah, beyondchurch.com.au forward slash really want series. It's a lot of there. A lot of really cool forward slashes in the website. I yeah. love what's going on. That's so cool. I feel like it's a great place to, to stop with this episode. Thank you so much. I'm keen for part three. I, I'm actually just getting more and more excited for this series as we go along. Um, as you said, I think you've given enough of a, of a bit of a lead into that one. Well, hey, thank you so much for tuning into the Beyond the Message podcast. It's great that you could sacrifice some time out of your week to grow your faith. Now, in case you missed it, last Sunday at Beyond Church, we had a really exciting event and we called it Connect Sunday. The reason behind this is because we want every single person who's at Beyond to be connected in a group. We believe groups are the place where we want you to grow because circles are better than rows. Being connected in a circle, talking about faith, talking about life is so much better and more fulfilling than sitting in a row on a Sunday. So if joining a connect group is something that sounds interesting to you, please head to our website and click the connect tab and we will get in touch with you because 11 groups have just opened up at Beyond and we would love for you to be a part of one. So thank you so much again for listening and we will catch you next week for part three of how to get what you really want.